0: Hello and welcome to The County Conversation, a podcast featuring employees and subject matter experts from the Fairfax County government discussing programs, services, and items of interest to residents of Fairfax County. I'm your host, Jim Person, and on this edition of The Conversation, I'm double teamed today. We have two guests with us. We're going to talk with Jane Hong, an election officer coordinator, and Kurt Machenhaupt, election officer recruiter with the Fairfax County Office of Elections about the ongoing need for election officers, what election officers do, the important role they play in our elections process. We're just going to dive into uh, learning everything you need to know about election officers on this edition of The Conversation. So, uh, Jane, Kurt, thanks for uh, for being with us today.
1: Thank you for thanks having, for us. having yeah, us.
0: Absolutely. Um, as our listeners know, part of the podcast is uh, a chance to get to know the county employees uh, in, in the government because Fairfax County is a large county. It's a large government. Uh, there's a few thousand uh, employees. So we always like to shed a little light on, on the person before we get started uh, so that folks know that uh, county employees are just normal folks like everybody else. So Jane, we'll start with you. Uh, how did, did you get into the, uh, to the elections office and the, and the field of elections, if you will? Have you always had an interest in that area or?
1: Well, it was more by chance. Okay. Um, I was actually working with the tax department as a seasonal employee, and there happened to be an opening at the elections ah, office, okay. so I applied and I got the job. Nice. Um, so I'm, I've am i been there for about three and a half years. Okay.
0: So, yeah. Okay. All right. So fairly new county employee. Yes. <laughs> Kirk, what about you? Have you... Uh,
2: 2008, I was watching the evening news, saw uh, it was right before the elections, uh, and they had a need for election officers and, and election employees. This was Loudon County, and so uh, being a resident of Fairfax, I called the Fairfax office, and they said, "Can you come in tomorrow?" <laughs> and I, I joined uh, at that point, worked in the office, uh, have been an election officer, and have been a uh, supervisor for the the satellites in the in the. Uh, government center. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. So, so you are, uh, well versed then about election officers since you, since you are, or were one. Right. <laughs> what was that joke? Uh, I, I'm an engineer or something, an engineer, but I can't spell it or whatever. You, you are one, you right. are one, or one. So election officers is our big, um, uh, point of conversation that we're talking about. And Kirk, as you mentioned, uh, there was a need for election officers but it seems to be an ongoing story, unfortunately. There seems to always be a need for election officers. Uh, either one of you. W- why is that?
1: <laughs> uh, well. <laughs> Tough
0: question, I don't know. <laughs> throw you on the spot.
1: Um, yes, there's always a need for officers. And we seem to be sh- short almost every single election. You know, just people are not available. They're not no. interested, depending on what kind of an election it is. And that's why we're constantly recruiting and there's really no one reason why we're always short. Yeah. Sometimes it's because, you know, it's just a long day. Other times um, people don't feel as involved in the democratic process that they should be. Reason, yeah, so yeah. there's lots of, lots of problems that, yeah. that are there, um, and we're trying to fix that. It'd be
0: nice if there was a, a pool of an extra 1,000 or yes. 2,000 <laughs> folks. Cause, yeah, it would be. Because like you said, some folks might be out of town, they might be sick, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So what... I guess before we get too far into it, can somebody give me a definition or an explanation when we're talking about election officers? These are uh, volunteer-type positions? Yes,
1: they are voters of Fairfax County, well, in Virginia, and they are the citizens that help out at the polling place. They are in charge of the precinct. They assist the voters with the voting process, um, and they set up, close out the polling location, They operate the precinct on election day.
0: Okay. And how many precincts are we talking about in Fairfax County?
1: 242. We just got a new one. (laughs) Wow.
0: So 242 precincts. Now, is there an average number of election officers or or people that have to work at each precinct?
1: Yes. Um, It's anywhere from 8 to 14 officers in a general election. So in November elections, that's usually the number. Um, for small elections we might have anywhere from 4 to 6 in a precinct
0: okay i'm horrible with math but <laughs> <laughs> i can tell it's a huge number yes. 8 to 14 mm-hmm. at at 242 spots
1: right yeah. so for november elections it comes out to be anywhere from 23,2400 to 3000 wow
0: okay so you kind of touched on some of these things that the the folks do, assisting voters, setting up the equipment, yes. taking down the equipment, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Everything. Is, everything. Everything. So whenever somebody walks in to vote at a precinct in Fairfax County,
1: right. all the vo- what, they voting s- machines, what they see is... Right. All the voting machines that are set up, all the signs, um, the arrows that point you where to go vote, everything ah, is set up by the officers.
0: Okay. So... Uh, if I'm going to be an election officer I'm going to be handling equipment I've got a I'm assuming nowhere to put up signs because I'm assuming there's laws about where signs can be or things like that
2: right there's, there's this is all covered in training that election officers are required to do um, the first requirement is again you're a registered voter current registered voter in Virginia uh, you're generally comfortable with technology Mm. and you take a a training course and you complete some paperwork and training course takes about three hours you can do your paperwork that same day if you can't come in beforehand Um, and every two years uh, officers are retrained if we get new equipment uh, oh, okay. All officers are required to take that training as well. So they're well-versed in how to how to uh, uh, you know, work all the equipment, oh, okay. if there's any problems. Interesting. Actually, I think it's four years. Every okay. four years okay. you're, you're re- retrained. So okay. Either way. Presidential cycle. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but if we do get new equipment, like uh, last year we got some uh, new equipment, we had to have training, we're going to, be issuing new pull books. And so that requires everyone to go through the training mm-hmm. for that mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. You know,
0: if, if I'm listening to this and I'm thinking, you know, it might be pretty cool. I might, I might could, you know, be an election officer, but I'm a little scared on that technology part. I mean, am I right in saying or asking the question that while the election officers, you know, they're the ones on the scene, they're not the only ones there. I mean, if there's a major technology issue with a voting machine or something, there's staff, support, et cetera? Or is it truly up to the election officer to, to fix the machine, whatever?
1: Well, they are in charge of the <laughs> precincts. Usually the chief or the assistant chief will be more experienced in the oh, machines, gotcha. uh, the procedures, so they can go to them for help. Um, if there is a more critical problem, we're always on hand. At the office mm-hmm. so they always call us they call technical support mm-hmm. and then we walk through um, the problem and, the, and how to fix it and we always have rovers roaming around the county yeah. they are their staff um, and they they know the machines inside out oh, okay. so they they are on so hand and, and yeah right we dispatch them over to the precinct and they okay. can help with that and
0: and and that kind of leads me to another question in my mind I'm, I'm thinking are there different levels then of an election officer. Yes. I mean, okay.
1: Yes. So basic worker is election officer. Okay. Um, and then the next step up is the assistant chief, and then the chief. Ah, so okay. ultimately, the chief is in charge of everything. You know, they 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 delegate work. They um, they're the ones that speak to the point location, whether it be a school or a church community center, about setting up the day before the election. Um, and the election officers themselves are the assistants to the chief and the assistant chief. Okay. Yeah.
0: So that helps kind of uh, more narrowly define roles maybe, if you will. Or, or right.
1: And those that are more experienced, um, the election officers, they tend to move up to be the assistant chief and then the chief. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: Do you find that, uh, and, I am, and am, am I right in assuming that folks work in a polling place near where they live?
1: Yes, we try our best to okay, do that. <laughs> okay,
0: but, the, but they could work other places. Yes, They don't yes. have to work in the Right, and okay. sometimes we
1: just have too many people available in one precinct. Okay. Um, like, say, Oakmore and Penderbrook, they happen to be very, very popular. There's mm-hmm. a lot of people who, who want to serve as election officers. And we just can't accommodate all of them. So we ask them to go to nearby precincts. And that's
2: a selection choice that an officer candidate can make. When oh, they okay. apply, we ask them, you know, are they willing to... Uh, are they willing to serve wherever we want to put them, mm. or would they want to be near their gotcha. home precinct? Um, we do have uh, a need for bilingual officers, mm. and we have certain precincts where they're needed more than in others. Yeah. So, if someone is signing up because they're bilingual, uh, we may ask them to travel further than would. Right. They right. Travel to their home. To Based on things. populations of the county and that right. type of thing. Yeah. Right.
0: Okay. Um, I had I had a question in my mind that just totally <laughs> just totally <laughs> totally went out. But um, if if I'm interested in volunteering, and, and I don't mean to this to way, come out the way it's going to sound, the only way I can think of to say it right now is what's in it for me or. <laughs> But that's not a, a nice way to ask it. What, what's the selling point? What's the, the benefit for someone to volunteer to be an election officer? I mean, what do they get out of it other than a long, hard day?
1: Well, you get a huge thank you from okay. us. <laughs> there you <are>, go. <laughs> and applause. Um, most people do it because they feel obligated, obligated to give back to the community, they have that civic mindset. Um, they want to have something to, to say, you know, I've given back. I, I do community service for, for mm-hmm. my neighborhood, for the county. And some people do it for the money, which we do pay them. All
2: right.
1: We yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's $175 for serving on Election Day. Oh, okay. Yep. All right. And and I, and I kind of want to go into the county employees because for county employees, it's not just the 175 and, you know, the sense of civic duty. You also get administrative leave.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yes. And you, you do need to get prior approval from your supervisor, but it's an extra incentive for county employees to hmm. to come be part of the team.
0: Right. Is that a, a common type of practice, Kurt, that we see across the county that a lot of businesses give um, their employees time off to be an election officer or or is that a, a, well, an area that we need to improve on
2: well it, it's an area where uh, I'm certainly spending a little bit of time right now uh, trying to work with the uh, the county based corporations to a lot of them have community service projects mm-hmm. community service coordinators mm-hmm. they're looking for opportunities we want to make them aware of the opportunity uh, with with uh, the Office of Elections. Yeah. And um, we're working with the Chambers of Commerce yeah. to try and identify the corporations that do, do these uh, volunteer yeah. projects and hopefully they'll be able to help us. Right.
0: Okay. Yeah. We're talking with Kurt Machenhaupt and Jane Hong uh, about election officers here in uh, Fairfax County and we're on the County Conversation podcast. And... Before I get into a question about uh, the timing and elections upcoming, and, and why the need now, uh, talk about a little bit about the the recruiting. And I think, Kurt, that's kind of kind of your area that you're that you're Great. more involved in. Um, what are some of the things that the Office of Elections is is doing to to try to recruit or get more sure. more, more uh, volunteers to well, help?
2: Well, our our best recruiters are our existing officers. Mm they uh, can carry the message forward uh, they've done it uh, a lot of them have done it for a long time mm-hmm. and they do it very well but the problem is that we're starting to to lose some of those folks that have been doing it for for years they are uh, tired of it or they uh, they just don't have the time to right. devote right. so you know we ask them um, whenever uh, they gather come back for new training or we uh, communicate with them regularly and and just remind them that of the importance of always uh, having new election officers coming in so that sort of uh, personal connection warm call if you sure, will, sure uh, get your friend your spouse your neighbor to come out and serve with you um, is is very important mm-hmm. uh, a lot of our election officers are important people in the community they serve uh, they hold high-level jobs they uh, participate in other civic organizations Mm. and so we ask them to carry the message forward and that's been uh, that's been successful Mm -hmm. so far Um, we're also working with several of the county agencies uh, Office of Public Affairs which makes sure our message goes out through social media Mm. um, Office of Public Private Partnerships and uh, the Economic Development Authority, they're helping us to get into the Chambers of Commerce mm-hmm. and the other uh, organizations that um, where a lot of the businesses right. are involved. So um, that's th- those are our main mm-hmm. ways. But in our own backyards, <coughs> we have the Homeowners Association and Civic Associations, true, which yeah. a lot of us, uh, you know, our neighborhoods, they uh, those are large organizations they carry the message forward to the members and uh Mm -hmm. we're out there at uh uh, the the fairs the job fairs Mm -hmm. uh celebrate fairfax as an example and uh you know talking with the public about the opportunity
0: and i'm assuming if um if someone can't themselves be an election officer for whatever reason time etc that one of the ways that they could help is through their civic organizations, house of worship, et cetera, just help spreading the word about the need for election officers would be a help as well.
2: That's correct. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, and again, back to our existing officers, that's, it, it's a, it doesn't take much for them to just, you know, make a phone yeah, call and yeah. make that suggestion. They. Uh, we're put in touch with them and then we can get them all the yeah. required information well
0: and they know the person they know their character what they're about and they they kind of help pre-screen a little bit if right. you will I guess I, I'm assuming am, am I right in assuming that the time commitment for a full day is, is the main reason and we're not talking about an eight-hour day either we're talking about
1: double that early <laughs> early morning
0: to yes. late in the evening
1: yes it's the report time is 5 a.m Yes, it's very early. It's only because the polls open at six, so mm-hmm. you have and an you have hour to, have to prepare time to set up, exactly. Et okay. Exactly. So you set up for an hour, and then when polls open at six, that's when the election officers start their duties um, of assisting the voters. And then the polls close at seven p.m., and their work is not done at seven p.m. Right. <laughs> they have to seven o one. I'm out the door. <laughs> right. They have to you know clean up, close out the machines, oh. tabulate the results. Oh uh, wow. Yeah. So that may take maybe an hour or two. So that's, that's what a lot of people um, are kind of against. You know, they, yeah. they think that's, that's a turn to, to serving. Right. But we really want people to kind of look past the long hours and focus on the service aspect yeah. instead.
0: Is, do I have to do a full day? Can I say, well, I can give you a half day or four hours or is it, is it all or nothing kind of thing?
1: Well, we do have half days available. It's not encouraged, um, mm. because if you do a half day, either you have to find your own partner to do the other half of oh the day, yeah, or we match you up with somebody. But if we cannot find a partner for you, or you don't have a partner, then uh, most, really right, right we yeah. can't really use you, because yeah. we want a full person for the entire for day. The step, yeah. yeah, So yeah. there are options, um, and half day is still about eight hours. Um, but we, we do prefer full days. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: If someone is an election officer or wants to volunteer to be an election officer and they're not working at their poll where they could vote, do they absentee gets, vote? Do they get to do that? Yes. Okay. Yes, they
1: must absentee vote. And there's actually a field on the. Um, absentee application form that says, I am serving as an election officer. It's 4A, by the way. Okay. So that's (laughs) another benefit
0: or advantage of being an election officer. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So civic duty, pride, you're helping your community. Uh, You get the absentee vote and you get $175. Yeah. Okay. You've got me interested. Say I'm listening and, I, and I'm and i I'm kind of teetering on the edge. Is there a telephone number I can call to talk with somebody to get some more information? Is there a website where there's more details? Of
1: course. And we love talking to people. Call mm-hmm. us and you'll find <laughs> out. <laughs> it's 703-324-4735. Okay. Should I repeat that? Please do. <laughs> 703-324-4735. Mm-hmm. And then you'll hit a uh, phone menu. You just press zero twice, and then you'll bypass that.
0: Okay, okay. And uh, online, is there information online with more details and et cetera and that kind of thing?
2: At the county website, it's the uh, the, the subsite of the county website, so it's uh, www.fairfaxcounty.gov slash elections slash HTM.
0: Okay. So fairfaxcounty.gov slash elections slash working and then they gotta do the dot HTM as well on right. the end
2: to get there. And the working site has all the information about being an election officer. Hmm.
0: Okay. Curiosity question here. We are recording this conversation in December of two thousand fifteen, and you know everybody's kind of have holidays on their mind and New Year's resolutions. And you know I'm not really thinking about elections because we we had one what in November, and we're not going to have another one for a while, right? Well, well
1: no. <laughs> okay, all right. we'll have one in March. Oh, yes, March first is the presidential primary. So. There's not that much time left. We're there's gearing not, up for is it. there?
0: Yeah, with the holidays and all that kind of stuff, right? And, right. And the training. I assume there's multiple times that training is offered as well.
2: Right. The training will start in January. Wow. Um, we're putting the schedule together right now. So we actually are looking for people uh, now to contact us and show their their interest in the year of 2016 Mm, really. okay Uh, great if they can work the the march 1st uh, primary but they'll need to do that training which will be in january okay so they shouldn't wait to call us they should be calling us uh, you know as soon as that they have that interest and we'll be in touch with them you know when that the training Mm -hmm. dates become available so there'll be training that will run through what till about the third third week of February about, or so, a yep. couple of weeks before the election, and that will be the case with each election okay. in, in 2016. Okay, so uh, h-
0: what are the elections in? I mean, we've got March, you just said, which I don't think, maybe, maybe I'm maybe i the only one that didn't know about that one. But, <laughs> so so March, March 1st,
1: for sure, and November 8th, which is the okay. November, November presidential the, the election. The big one, yes. okay. Those are definite
0: Okay. Right now. There may be others. Maybe but <laughs> we'll see. You, <laughs> you, never, you never know. And
2: there will be the town elections.
1: There will be a, a, a town election, um, wow. but that's that's for a very small part okay. of the county. Okay. Okay.
0: So uh, really, what you're looking for would be great if someone could help for one election. But you're really looking for someone that can kind of do a couple of elections, or as you said, maybe I can volunteer for 2016, and you know, then we'll talk about 2017 later, that kind of thing. So.
2: And we contact them. Before each election, and ask them if they can serve. Gotcha. And they, so you have the the option that if you know you you sign up and you're all enthusiastic, and then you find out that you are not available for the next election, Mm -hmm. you can say that you're not. We'll call you for the the one after that. Uh, So you're you sort of are in the pool then, and hopefully you you know you can do multiple uh, elections for us. Okay.
0: We are uh, wrapping up our time here on the County Conversation, talking with Jane and Kirk about uh, election officers and elections in Fairfax County. And I'll uh, turn the last uh, 30, 40 seconds over to, to the pair of you for uh, final thoughts, final comments, anything that we haven't talked about, uh, anything you want to reiterate again. And uh, Jane, we'll start with you, and then Kirk, will let you uh, mm-hmm. you finish it up.
1: Well, I, th- I just want to say, you know, serving as an election officer May not be for everyone you know, hmm. there are there are lots of reasons for that, um, but we want everyone to at least give it a chance. you know try it once if you don't like right. it, we'll right. understand right. you know it's a great group of people they they are caring they're hardworking i serve I've served in an election um, in a precinct and I had a wonderful time. it's really a community effort and involvement, and it's wonderful to see that come together and how these people make it happen yeah. so Please join us.
2: (laughs) If if you were thinking about doing it previously, now is your chance. uh, That we're going into a presidential year, Mm. that gets people more excited. Uh, A lot of officers will tell us that they get very excited about the election process, being part of the process, and that's the satisfaction that you Mm. you have at the end of the of a long day. You go home, feel like you were actually. Part of the process. Uh, we make it as easy as possible for you to uh, become an, an officer. Um, it's something I think you, you know you can talk about with pride that you're serving your yeah, community as true. an officer. We tell young people that this is a great opportunity for them to um, put this on a resume. Oh yeah. That they served as a, an officer. It shows community leadership, and, uh, and we do need more uh, young, young folks mm-hmm. to, to join our ranks, so okay. um, we're we're waiting for you at the other end of the phone. Yes, yes,
0: please call So call that number 703-324-4735. I think Jane said you could just hit zero a couple of times Mm -hmm. and scoot right on in and uh, start talking. Exactly. All right. Thank you both for uh, being with us on the County Conversation Today. Good information about election officers and uh, hopefully if you're listening you'll you'll, uh, take advantage of the information online and call that number and uh, you know, uh, take some pride in the elections, you know, be involved in your community and uh, earn that $175 a day as well. So, all right. Thanks for being with us.
2: Thank you. Thanks for the opportunity.
0: If uh, you'd like to get more Fairfax County news and event information, you can go online to fairfaxcounty.gov slash news, or you could call 703-Fairfax. That's 703-324-7329, weekdays between 8 a.m. and 4.30 p.m. The County Conversation is produced by the Fairfax County, Virginia government, and we thank you for listening.